Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 239. Lindsay's here today with Tony. I'm Kind here. of here today. <laughs> we talked about a ton of shit today, actually, and I'm surprised by that because I didn't know that Tony was going to be able to talk at all today. Yeah, I, I had some rough days lately. Yeah. Rough nights. <laughs> uh, we talked about some Deadpool, of course, as always, every day. We got into some in-depth comic book news of Power Rangers and how awesome that is. Yes. Uh, upcoming Infinity War discussions, characters that are going to maybe be popping up. I somehow pulled out of my ass a better script for the un- <laughs> the new X-Men movie in the Phoenix Saga. You did. You did. And, and we got a little... Nostalgic with some garbage pail kids. Yep. Also uh, talked about the new Star Wars movie and what they aren't going to be doing with Princess Leia. Yes. All kinds of fun stuff. So sit back, grab a drink, relax, and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast 239, The Return of Sunday Tony. God, some of our some of our best conversations are before I hit the record button. I know. Just like that one, which we found out was not as good as live. No. I find that, uh, yeah. Tony, Tony is better live than he is recorded. All you listeners are missing out. Yeah, I, I have some good ones. <laughs> Especially when I'm feeling like I am feeling now, because... You look oh, like shit. I feel like shit. Yeah. So a little here, here, here are the dog for for me today. Are you, are you drinking the? Is that the single guy you're chugging over there, or is yep. it a virgin single guy, which is just Powerade? <laughs> <laughs> so a, a little insight. So, to, uh, normally we record on Thursdays because it's just easier for our lives. This week it was not, so we're recording on the weekend, which gives you Sunday Tony, <laughs> which is different than Thursday Tony, because Sunday Tony is always hang- hungover. I am always, and... <laughs> always. There's never been a Sunday. I think there was one Sunday where you were not hungover, and all of us were like, what's going on? Oh yeah, so I stayed in that night for <laughs> yeah. whatever reason. Uh, there is a distinct difference, but uh, besides that... I don't even know where I was going to go with this uh, thought. I, that's the distinct difference. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday Tony would have just made something up. <laughs> yeah. I, Sunday I, Tony I, just I, gets I, up. I mean, I think straight. <laughs> it's, no, that's what it was. So I've done a good job of not starting off the podcast the last couple times of how much I go out and big of a lush yeah. that I am. Are you ashamed? Oh, I was starting to get a little bit ashamed. I mean, I live a, a very awesome life. You shouldn't My be. My liver probably doesn't think drunk. that. <laughs> this is drunk on comics. People have expectations of yes. you. <laughs> but I've done a great job of not having to talk about my drink phase because I just tried not to. But it's kind of hard not to talk about it while still being drunk. <laughs> oh, you're still a drunk. You're not even hungover. Oh, you're yeah. You're still I, solidly drunk. Oh, yeah. I drank a good amounts of something. And <laughs> I. I have no clue what it is. That, oh. Like, I, I drink, because I drink so much different things. Here's the big thing, too. And actually, I want to do a little plug right now for one of the events that I am part of, because I am very social and out there in the local community. It is bid for bachelors and bachelorettes. Uh, they raise money. They do bid packages. So I'm not a bachelor. I'm kind of behind the scenes marketing, a.k.a. the fun group. We get to help out. There's other teams that help out in bachelors and bachelorettes. So you're not really bidding on them for dates, but their package that they come up with. So there's a guy that every year he just single-handedly, because he knows people, gets Napa Valley to give like a free wine tour. Nice. Gets hotels and then gets plane tickets offered. They're all donations, but then his package usually goes for like a couple grand because mm-hmm. it's wow. worth like ten, and you know it's all the raised money. Last year they raised. $100,000 for cystic fibrosis. Wow. 
So it is a good charity. It is a good event. And there is just so much on my event calendar now of going out. And part of it is we're wearing our shirts. We're talking to uh, patrons at the at the bars we go to. Last night was our West Side Bar Crawl. Mm. So photo hunt, like uh, scavenger hunt and everything. And going to different bars, drinking a lot of different drinks. Then going to, after that event ended, going to uh, more bars, then going to a house party, <laughs> staying up to like four in the morning. That is how I've gotten to where I am now. Yes. So there may be some actual weekday nights where I'm going to be coming a little little more booze yeah, than normal. Yeah, because you're marketing. Yes. So when does when does this actual event take place? March 4th. Okay. And is it for cystic fibrosis? Is yes. that the... Charity every year? Yes. Okay. Yep. I didn't know if it was one of those that picks one, a different one every oh, yeah. year. Oh, so they always do that. So Nice. So, yeah. So, I, I am drunk because I'm helping You're save lives. for a good cause. Yes. We were both being charitable yesterday. I went to a charity event for Kitchen Sage. Also, I spent all day learning tax law so that I could help low-income people prepare their taxes for free. No, you, I keep telling you, you're going to be the person <laughs> on the side of the road. No, I have a bachelor's in accounting. I am going to be preparing the tax forms. Thank you very much. You'll be the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> or the Uncle Sam, I yeah. think those are the two. Uh, those are the two. <laughs> I would be Uncle Sam. <laughs> I, I feel bad for those people. I don't, because there are people who generally don't have a job and now they're having now they have a job it's not like it's not like it's slave labor <laughs> you know what it's a vicious cycle because then they need to go there to get their taxes done <laughs> or they could come to any of the one places where the kent tax coalition is doing taxes for free for people who make less than fifty five thousand dollars that is not what you said earlier <laughs> you said for poor people well people who make less than fifty five well they 000. are poor but yes and today's and most of them have families so that's like a combined income oh yeah so I don't know if there's like a, for if you're just a single guy like you, if you made $55,000, that you wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't qualify. No, probably not. I have a tax not. man anyways, so. A tax man? Yeah. No. So tell us about your other fun adventure this week. Oh, so Vault of Midnight put on a beer and book pairing, comic book pairing at uh, the Brick and Porter, which is a bar downtown, Grand Rapids. And it was fun. Um, their pairings were really well done. It wasn't all beer. Most of them were actually cocktails. So, but they they, they, they did a good job, I think, with making the pairings, coming from an expert like me, <laughs> who usually just throws a pairing together. <laughs> um, but it, no, I, I thought, you know, it, it was good. It was a little less informative than I thought they could have been, but... could have... They could have used us a little bit maybe, more. Maybe, maybe. But for their first go-around, I think it was pretty good. If they do it again, they'll probably have figured out something else to do. I think it's kind of hard in a bar that's also running as a as a regular bar. during Like, it wasn't just closed off for the event. Mm-hmm. So they had seats that were for people who were joining this event, and then the, the rest of the bar was just for regular people. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's hard to think of what you like. You can't just stand up and talk to people through a microphone. How much was the event? Uh, $15. And that didn't include beer? It did. It included two drinks. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And there was this really... So they paired Spider-Man with a drink called the Web Slinger, which is... Why? why? I don't understand (laughs) that connection. But it was... So it was um, like cherry vodka, and I can't remember all the alcohols that were in it, but it came with Pop Rocks on the side. And you Hmm. put the Pop Rocks in the alcohol, and they pop. (laughs) That sounds awesome. It, It is. But <laughs> I advise you, if you're going to drink Pop Rocks with your any drink, booze or otherwise, put them in your mouth and then drink it. Don't pour them into the drink. Especially if you wear glasses, because I'm imagining. <laughs> uh, if you wear glasses, you're safer, because those things oh, yeah, are like tiny little shrapnel just <laughs> flying everywhere. We poured ours into the drink, and it literally was like an explosion of Pop Rocks. <laughs> and it was loud. Everybody turned around, and we were like, oh, the Pop Rocks. <laughs> But it was fun. It was a fun little nerdy event. I saw uh, old man Derek there. He's hanging out with uh, his lady and Mr. Seth DeMoose and Seth DeMoose's lady. So that was cool. cool. Yeah. Well, let's get on to some some 
good news in our favorite of worlds. <laughs> Which, I, was, I mean, I was going to say comic books, but then what I was going to say next is not really comic book nah. related. But Death Watch 2017. <laughs> so I saw this article about Judy Dench. And I was like, why is this an article relevant? Because didn't she die like two years ago? No. No, false alarm. Like She's not dead. <laughs> but you would think she is by, by now. That, by, yeah. She, I mean, you know, she's old, so I guess that is a qualifier for maybe being dead. Well, well then dumb me also can't understand uh, funny uh, article text. <laughs> me not speak well either in that sentence. No. <laughs> because this article that I saw originally first said the teaser was like, Judy Dench fans are upset. And I was thinking, this has to be old because she's dead. And then reading it, breaking news, Judy Dench says goodbye to Hollywood due to her age. And I go, wow, she died because of old age. Or that could just mean that her age is saying she doesn't want to act anymore. She's in retiring. Which she's very much still alive. Yes. I was surprised because at this point I wouldn't be surprised how right. many people are going to start dying. Yeah. Tony apologizes to Dame Judy Dench for thinking that she was dead when yeah, she's Yeah, I'm not. sorry. Even though I'm sure there's <laughs> listeners that were like, holy shit, learned a new fact this week. She's still alive. Well, she has been in movies recently, so. It yeah, but they killed her off in James Bond like two movies ago. Yeah. And so, well, Inspector. That was the last one, wasn't it? No, she died the movie before that one. She's credit. She's credited, Inspector. Was it she, a flashback? Yeah, it was a videotape of because uh, she died in the previous one, I don't and then watch it was James Bond movies. Really? No. no. At all. So going into it, unless you're giving this as a fun fact for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact for you, Liz. I'm just gonna stop listening. Just. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite memes that I saw going around was Betty White doing the. The bull horns. Oh, still alive. Tooth winner of the 2016 Hunger Death <laughs> Hunger Games. Her and Stanley, co-winners, I think. Um, yeah. So some odd news. You could also maybe say it's strange news. Affinity uh, War is going to have a stand-in for Doctor Strange. And yeah, I was like, why can't Cumberbatch get into this? Cumberbatch. Yeah. Cumberbatch, cucumber, um, <laughs> Cumberbun. He's he's so busy doing other movies and stuff. Like this is the first time I've actually seen such a huge movie have to do something totally drastic. Now he is going to come back for the reshoots and everything when he's in there, but a stand-in so that they can get everyone else's scenes. Oh, okay. So that they and they're not going to digitalize over this other actor. Um, they're going to add Cumberbatch in later. Is that what they're going to do? Pretty much so. Yeah. So like. They're going to shoot the scene, and then he's going to come back and act all by himself, and they're going to add him into the scene? Or what they could do is they can... Because maybe they're going to cut a couple scenes, or they need him off camera so that people know their places. Mm. And then... Because other people are going to have to come back for reshoots, too. Or right. maybe you do the cut scene of him talking to Captain America, so him and Chris Evans come together. It'll be interesting as as filmmaker type... Not, like I like seeing how movies are made to try to pick out which ones were reshoots and which yeah. ones there, because... He's filming another movie right now, alongside uh, Tom, Sherlock Tom Ho Holland. Yeah. So. Oh, he's working with Tom Holland. Yeah. If Tom Holland's well. gonna be in. Yeah, but I'm sure so, and, he's gonna be smaller part. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Well, of course, Doctor Strange, I think, would be a little bit. Well, if they're using the gemstones, though, he's gonna probably have more wise knowledge on them. Right. Than Spider-Man. It's hard to say, like, how big of a part anybody's gonna have because I don't know how closely they're gonna stick to the original story. Because they've, they've strayed away from the original source material for almost everything else. And they actually haven't really teased Thanos in, like, a while. Mm-mm. No. But Gamora and Spider-Man are both going to be in Infinity War. Mm -hmm. And Peter Dinklage in a yet-to-be-revealed character. Well, see, when... When... Uh, <laughs> when I heard that news. I kept saying, but he was already in. But I was like, no, he was under Fox with. with yeah, he was mutants. in the in the X Men. He was Trask. Yep. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can really picture him yeah. as, though. I think he could be. Um, oh my God, who's it? Is it Pip the Troll? But that it. <laughs> I mean, Adam Warlock's sidekick. I mean, that is a tiny. That would be a tiny little part. 
for him. Ha <laughs> ha, tiny little Ah, part. that's not how I meant it, but that's funny. <laughs> Besides, though, like, okay, we, we are looking at uh, a person who would be playing shorter uh, characters in the Marvel Maybe. Universe. And to be honest, uh, that would very much... I mean, he's kind of like a, a dick as well. Mm-hmm. A funny person. Like, I could see Dinklage, like, nailing that character. Yeah. But it would be weird that they wouldn't have uh, teased him out beforehand. I feel like introducing some new characters within the new Infinity War movie, Adam Warlock being one of them. Yeah. But I, they're already going to have so many people in Because we already looked at uh, Captain America, or Avengers Civil War, pretty much. Let's not yeah. kid ourselves. It wasn't a Captain America movie. It no. was an Avengers movie. Yes. That had a lot of people in it. It did. And they're going to have even more with this one. It's epic proportions. It is. And, uh, they, I mean, they could go a completely opposite way, though, and just do, he's the voice of somebody. He doesn't necessarily have to be, a phys- like, he'd be Eternity. Okay. And just do the voice work for it, and maybe some, like, motion capture face stuff. Yeah, I can see that. He's too. got a great voice. Like, he really, like, if anything, his his delivery and his voice is amazing. So, I could see him maybe going after him for that, instead of just casting him because he's smaller so stature. in stature. Yeah. But, <clears throat> in movie news, did you see the, uh, the video that Deadpool put out for his for your consideration video mm-hmm. for the Oscars. How awesome would that be? Oh, it would be it'd be <laughs> amazing. Especially, I just want to see Ryan Reynolds get up there, pull a mask out of his back pocket, and like do his acceptance speech <laughs> as, as Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh my god, that would be amazing. It would be groundbreaking though. It'd be the first, other than I guess Heath Ledger winning post. Mortem for the Joker. I don't know, like, why that one... I think it's just because of his daughter and everything and, and everyone in Hollywood that was there for his daughter and the people that helped out after his death to make that uh, Dr. Parnassus Emporium movie. Oh, yeah. But that was one of, like, the... When that acceptance and his... I believe it was his mom and family went up there to accept it, like, made me, like, really cry. Yeah. I was, like... So sad. You're a softy. But that was also, without even without his death, like I know that probably kickstarted a lot of people saying, "There's no way we can't not give him this award." But he deserved that. He totally deserved that. That like the that's the best performance I believe I've ever seen. Granted, I mean there's other performances that are great, but that is up there in top. He did an amazing job, and it. I mean, I remember when he was cast, and I heard that he was cast as the Joker, and I was like, what the fuck? You guys, seriously? Heath Ledger, the guy from Knight's Tale, he's going to be the Joker? He, oh, was, I, oh, wasn't he in 10 Things I Hate About You? We can go back on our podcast and go like, that is so... Pretty Boy is a Joker? Right. That is so stupid. And wow, like yeah. he transformed into what iconic Joker is today. Yeah. Those scars, like made him and I guess even now looking because like I love 10 things I hate about you seeing a young joke well you ever hear the the story of the young joker with the young Robin because uh oh Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. said it yeah oh that's funny I never thought about that yeah they're friends <laughs> I saw like a short story with pictures from 10 things I hate about you explaining how then the joker went off in one direction to become a bad guy <laughs> and then <laughs> It all started in high Joseph school. Joseph Gordon-Levitt went and became a superhero. <laughs> uh, all, all over a girl or something. <laughs> That's funny and makes total sense. But yeah, so uh, with Deadpool, they are nominated for you know the technical categories of visual, sound, makeup, and all that. As well as they've had a, a couple other nominations. What was it? The Writers Guild one that they've Writers had? Guild. Um, there was... Uh, I believe he Directors Guild Award nomination, a couple Golden Globes that they were like Ryan Reynolds was nominated for a Golden Globe, so was the movie. They didn't win either, but he also made out with Andrew Garfield during the awards ceremony, which was super hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I do hope that uh, 
It would be amazing, and it would be such a big step for, I think, the genre of the comic book movie to win an Academy Award. And and comedies, in general. Not mm-hmm. just comic book movies, but also... Because com- comedies, I think Hollywood views them as, like, a lower form of movie. And I disagree. Because if you have a really good comedy, I think that's almost harder than making a good, serious movie. Oh, yeah. Com- comedy... Is because you need to have those jokes resonate with a lot of people. Right. And you need to have them consistent, consistently. <laughs> Damn, I can't. Just I saying really, how it comes out of your mouth, Tony. I, yeah, I need to stop pausing when I'm <laughs> thinking of how to say words correctly. So, um, they've also announced that the Deadpool 2 movie, we were all hoping to be the X-Force movie, not gonna happen as a team movie. Say what? Gonna be a Deadpool solo movie. With people coming in and joining. Well, yeah. here's the thing though. We knew it wasn't gonna. Well, okay, not we. I figured it wasn't going to be an X Force movie. But as I already previously said, Captain America, aka Avengers movie. True. Wasn't a Captain America yeah. movie. Right. So this will be a Deadpool movie revolving around Deadpool while, hey, Cable. Or, hey, Domino. Right. Like, I just want Cable. That would be awesome. I think their relationship is things of legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and it would be... Well, I feel, though, I mean, Colossus did a good job as being, like, the serious, even though he was, like, they were trying to go for a Drax-type yeah, uh, comedy of Kind of two, a, aloof. Yeah, two on the nose. Yeah. Because I know that Cable won't give two shits, and I see him... Honestly, I am picturing the scene of him just pulling a gun and blowing, you know, Wade's head off. Yes. And then his head being somewhere, being like, ouch, that hurt. <laughs> and then that him trying to shoot it again, like... It, very classic Cable Deadpool shtick. But they love each other. They're they brothers. Do. They do. Uh, I'm also really excited that they've announced that the, what is it, Do- Dopinder, the taxi driver from the first movie, is coming back for oh. the second <laughs> movie. And I... He was hilarious in that movie. Well, he does, yeah, because he has all the guns. Yeah. (laughs) So that'll be interesting. But that's enough Deadpool for today. That's all I got. That's all I got on Deadpool. uh, While we stay on uh, news of movies before we get into some other comic book, well, they have finally they made a decision this past week uh, what they're doing with Carrie Fisher and the future of her within the Star Wars universe and. Many fans have said, you know, are they going to re-digitally create her for then episode 9? Because, as has been confirmed, she has been done rap shooting with 8. And without giving anything within 8 leads to much speculation of what could they do. Because I don't feel it'd be good to have a... I, I don't see her her character truly sitting back while the war is still going. No. Oh, God, no. So she needs to die... In order to not be in the picture, because otherwise, mentioning her being somewhere else seems a little like stupid. She's not going to retire to this once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she needs to somehow, you know, and they can still. They didn't say that they weren't going to reshoot some things within this movie, but they said that they will not be digitally recreating her for episode nine to somehow do something there. So this will be. And however they rewrite the ending, if they maybe have the ending already set, right? They maybe. are not going to be have seeing her at all in nine. Yeah. So if this was gonna somehow go on a happy note of her being in the middle of a battle, she yeah, it's they got to change some things to where she dies in the battle or something. Or as I was just thinking earlier, maybe she, they already had it that she was gonna die. Like right, they're killing off the main characters so that the new generation can now be right. them without holding on to the old people. Well, what inspires a rebellion more than your beloved leader dying in the heat of battle? Like, what really... I mean, really, if they wanted to, like, really drive people to fight for the cause, kill off the beloved leader. Kill off Princess Leia. I'm sorry, General. Organa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's over being a princess. She's a general now. But... Yeah, so it's... And it still, it leaves so much, I can't wait to see the movie. I There was already just speculation what could happen within it, but this being a central person, 
yeah to this franchise oh i was listening to a uh and how secretive they are too like for them to stay this gives some people that dig in through rumors and everything like I said, like now, does that mean that they already had it planned that she was going right. to die? Right. So much speculation is going to come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that they say, if they said they were going to recreate her, well, then she lives. And we right. know that. Exactly. So with them just stating that, it does give a finality to her in this movie. Right. But I was listening She's to. She's also not going to come back as a ghost then. Oh, yeah. Like oh. they all do when what all, like all the Jedis have when they died. Yeah, I think they're kind of going a little bit away. I don't know. I would like to see a Force ghost uh, in the new movies. Heck yeah. But uh, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Mark Hamill, and he was explaining how uh, when they were doing uh, Episode 7, he, he he was getting fit. He was, like, doing everything. He was on, like, you know, the sets for all these days, only to find out that he was in a scene with a robe, <laughs> And being handed a lightsaber, he goes, "Really? That was that was it? What the hell?" And yeah, was he in the? Did they have him in that flashback scene with um, with uh, what the fuck? I don't. Th- they showed a robe person, but yeah, th- yeah, he was with R two. They showed him with his robot hand on yeah. R two, I think. So, but he didn't even really need to be like they didn't show his face. Yeah, right. So I guess maybe they could have just even used a stand-in. But he that. was yeah. So he was like bummed at how in shape he got for the role. Well, Again. Mark, you're getting up there in years. It's probably best if you just stay in shape. shape. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he was also, and this is something I've heard too from other sources, that the script, because they don't want it leaked, script is written on red paper with black, so like pictures of it don't really come up. Yes. You have to squint and hold it close to your face. Photocopies will be just blank. But all the actors are pissed because they're like, it's so hard to read this shit. Yeah. Well, stop and they releasing give, shit to the press. And they <laughs> only give them the pages for that day yes. of shoot. So they, they don't even know the ending of anything. Isn't it crazy how much they have to go through just to so shit doesn't get leaked? But then again, shit gets leaked. Yeah. Because then uh, Mark, Mark was saying that he read on a site like a week before uh, the new Star Wars came out that they had verbatim what was going to happen and in him even repeating like and then the final scene ray hands a lightsaber up to and they pan to uh luke skywalker some asshole and i saw a preview of the movie fucking being a dick well it's like because well he was also saying too that they go around wearing robes two different sets so that people don't know who it because and he's like why don't we pay these people not to take pictures he goes it's not the people that our security and everything, sure, they would want to, but I think that they care about their jobs more than... Well, yeah, they probably integrity. signed all kinds of agreements. Yeah, but it's the drones. Drones mm. will fly over from the trailers and just see who's going where and yeah. what so that they can speculate. And I'm like... So fucking crazy. That is, yeah, crazy. It's crazy. It's a, it's a level of crazy that, like, I'm a hardcore fangirl, and I've done some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never in my lifetime would I have ever thought to, like buy on the making of a movie just so I can know what's going on before because it comes out. I want to be surprised. I know. That's what makes it good. If you know what's going to happen in it, and then you're going to watch it and go, oh, I already knew that was going to happen. It <laughs> takes all the fun out of it. Um, very, very small and probably insignificant movie news, but uh, they, they've they been spreading rumors on the internet. The X-Men, the next X-Men movie, it's working title is Supernova, which everyone suspects. Oh, is I didn't know be if you heard about that because I was black, I was gonna bring yeah, that up for you. The Dark Phoenix saga, which you I really because at the end of that last I movie know, didn't. I know, and that's why I was like, it's really non-news because if they don't do the Phoenix saga next, then what the hell was the point of? But I watched that scene, like that whole movie, Apocalypse in general, was not great. But that scene where she goes phoenix and the phoenix fire is behind her i watched that again today and i cried just as hard this just time. that scene <laughs> just that one scene I w- <laughs> and i cried again it's so beautiful oh, but her, she's i don't like the actor just just she watch is... that one tiny little portion of that movie just all by itself but even like in... it makes my heart 
just feel the good. The dialogue in that movie was so terrible, especially when she's explaining, and I'm definitely not saying it verbatim, but she said at one point to Cyclops when they were at the school, like, and I just, I have this, like, urge inside me. Yeah, this, it's a fire. This, this, yeah, it's a fire that's just yeah. raging to come out. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit, shoehorn it in a little bit more. Right. That was... Oh, no, no, yeah, I completely agree. And... And, and I also, what pisses me off is... That's not how the fucking phoenix works. Yes. Because it is an entity of the universe. I've come to terms with this fact, though, because they did the same thing in the other X-Men movie that they did the phoenix in, (laughs) which was the worst X-Men movie. I mean, Um, if they truly had it just coming, like, even the scenes within the comic books where it shows, like, the universe and it starts panning in, it starts panning in, and then you see this, like, phoenix flying through the universe towards Earth, like... Those are some fucking great scenes that they could easily digitally make that within the movie. Well, and so I feel like they use it as like a a force that's inside of her in the movies because they don't want to explain the idea of the Phoenix Force. But in the comic books, it's very simple. She is in a dire situation. She sacrifices herself to save everybody else and that attracts the Phoenix Force to her. And there. There's the Phoenix Force. That... In the X-Men 2 movie, when she sacrifices herself and ends up getting drowned, and then you see the phoenix at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, that would have been perfect. All you had to do is talk about how this force entered her, because it sacrificed herself. You know what they have is when they have opening monologues on movies? Yes. Explain yeah. a bit of that. It's like, not I'm even difficult. So, like, even what I was picturing now is you see this, you know, this bird flying through the universe while the person is explaining briefly what this entity is. And then all of a sudden you see, uh, like, her apartment or wherever she's living, and you just see this beam just go yeah. and, like, crash, and all the, the the cars start going off. Like, beep, 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 right. beep, beep. And then she just wakes up. So, like, no one else saw it, but the viewer saw this entity just go down, right. and she just wakes up as if something happened. I had a weird dream. And then you see her start wigging out. Because she has this entity, then they explain it more about, like, I'm writing this fucking movie right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. It is, <laughs> You're doing a better job than they did on Last Stand. <laughs> yeah, and then what they can also do is tease at the end the Shi'ar coming. Right. And then it's like X-Men versus this invasion, and then you make it a two-parter. Not everything needs to be a trilogy. No. sometimes you don't need to tell it in three movies. Well, and they've been telling, yeah, they've been, I mean, technically this is... When this be the last one was four, wasn't it? What for? Like as far as X, are you talking about like the original the new three? One, the, the new ones, yeah. It was three. There was new class, then there was the Wolverine time travel X Men. Oh, and Days then, of Future Past. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I guess I'm also counting the Wolverine movies because they're all kind of try- tying those together. But you're right. We don't need trilogies. No, and but I want to see the Shi'ar too. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking they were trying to avoid space, and why they were that why they were using it as like a force inside of her because they don't want to do space. They don't want to do the Shi'ar. It's too complicated for them. They are having a hard time with mutants. Well, that's because they don't know how to write good. <laughs> yes, and I I think I could write better than them. But. I am really excited though for Legion because I heard that the writing on that is going to be great, and it's like the last chance for them to really like get the X Men franchise solid. I think what would be great about Legion is if they actually do some cameos. Yes, they should. And I feel like there should be more, I mean, just me saying they. F- I feel like, but I'm sure other fans as well, these sh- TV shows need to have every now and then, like, and I've learned also, too, that certain TV shows, they have to pay actors a bajillion dollars if they appear, regardless if they don't want to. Uh, there was some British show that I, that I learned about this through on a podcast of how a person was going to just do it for free. They were going to, like, they were in love with this show. They're like, I'll come on an episode. I think it was, like, a Doctor Who episode or something. Right. And who doesn't want to be on Doctor Who? And, like, the star was, like, so much, like, money that, that would ruin half their season budget just for him to be in one. So what they did is the the actor, and, like, I forget who it was, did some maneuvering to where... He took the money, but then paid a shell corporation something so that the money went back to the <laughs> studio so that they could finish, like, the rest of the season episodes. Yeah. But he was, like, 
really pissed off finding out that I wait, I can't do things that I want Isn't because that crazy? I'm contracted. But I would love to see more people just yes. do that. Like right. have have Sam Jackson all of a sudden show up on Shield, be like, You guys miss me? Right. Yeah. Well and I know the Maria Maria Hill, the girl who plays mm-hmm. Maria Hill, Kobe Smolder. Yeah, she's been on Shield a couple times. But she also though used to be a TV. Yes, because uh, there's true. big differences between yeah. TV actors' pay scale, and when you get up to though movie actor, right. which she is now. Yeah, it's, it's quite different. Um, Powerless starts next month. You, do you remember the synopsis for that TV show? It's like uh, a corporation that pays to make contraptions to protect normal people against the. Yep. And it's it's got Alan Tudyk in it. He plays Bruce Wayne's cousin, Van Wayne. <laughs> but I but I would love it if they just did random like guest appearances by and it doesn't even need to be like the movie unit because DC's made it very clear that they operate in different universes when it comes to their movies and their TV show properties. But I would love Batman to just pop in one day for that <laughs> television show. But more likely, it's going to be lower level heroes. Maybe we'll get some some Blue Beetle action, or if it's got Alan Tudyk in it, maybe we'll see Nathan Fillion finally <laughs> as a as a DC character, which I think is his dream. But Spe- speaking of like, well, you said heroes, which reminded me of the show Heroes, which then reminded me of this thing, this show that I just binge watched. <laughs> It's you need to let you need to yeah my my <laughs> connections are rapid fire in so many different ways right now. Stream of consciousness podcasting. It's it's and it's it's a British show. Uh, it's called Misfits. Okay. It's on Hulu. So I've, you I've can binge all of them. I think that's an older show. I believe I've watched. Well, it. the last season ended in 2015, so it's yeah, yeah. a couple years okay. old. But... I think I watched the first. Is teenagers right? Mm-hmm. Is it based on the comic book Misfits? No. No. Okay. Because I don't really. What's that about? Well, it's basically like a uh, smushed together weird group of teenagers who have powers and didn't realize it until... It could. It could be. Kind of. Because this is about a, a group of teenagers with smushed together <laughs> power. No, so a storm comes through and it it zaps a lot of people and they all wake up with power. So it's as if, like like heroes, but this is a dark... British comedy drama where you see these characters go through and they accidentally kill people all the time. Like, they have so many dead bodies. Like, that's kind of the funny part is, shit, they killed another person with their powers because they are all on uh, parole or community service work. Oh, yeah. That's how they all meet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just binge watched that in the last week. So funny. Like, they also get to a point where, like, someone's power was they can make your dick fall off <laughs> and one of the guys like shagged her and then she got pissed and like his dick started falling off so then he had to go find her to forget like have forgiveness so and she no- can she can put it back on yeah that is one of the, the guys one of the guys got a power to when he fucks he can get their power out of them like he can fuck the power out of them so because does he get the power or does it just there's no more power for them uh, yeah, he because there's a there's a power broker. There was a guy that can exchange powers that keeps them and he just sucks it out of them because when you find out there's a chick that had power, just a random not main cast person who was prone to bad luck, like anything bad could happen to her. So like the opposite of Domino. Yes, and <laughs> he didn't believe it. Like kind of spoiler given away, but this oh, that's an old show. So yeah, became a main character. Uh, got stabbed in the lung and got a lung transplant. Well, that lung transplant was someone else's body that had that power because they established before when someone had a heart surgery or something that they took the power of that other person. So this girl knew that this person was going to fuck the power out of her, bad luck. He had kind of a girlfriend, didn't want to do it, and then decided he's going to do it. Well, he also fucked the guy to get his power out of him, too. It... (laughs) It's that, that is kind of like, you You think that it's a, a good one, and then you're like, well, I guess if you're taking it to the nth level, then But the writing downside. in it was so great. Like, there was a girl that had hypnotizing tits, <laughs> and she was getting so sick of it that she goes, you have to, you know, screw me, and, and he, it, well, they're hypnotizing, so he's like, okay. Right. And then when he was done, 
like she was explaining how god that that used to suck that's a terrible power and he just kept like not look he kept looking at her eyes because he was afraid to look (laughs) anyways good show i don't know why i went on that tangent but you should watch it it yeah i agree i like i said i watched the first season at bbc shows they just know what they're doing i just started the magicians and that's a also another magical show is it a reality tv show no, 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 no. Uh, no that's like I watched Penn and Teller for like this. No, is... I I know what you're talking about, but I've only ever seen like the screenshot of the and it's just oh, the yeah. girl no, levitating. That, yeah, and this I'm like, is... is that a reality TV show? No, it's like a, a Hogwarts scripting. type magic. Okay. Like right now, the first episode that I started on, it's they're taking people and they train them and then they go do the thing. So I I have no clue what the show is really about except for wizards. Yeah, but they call themselves magicians. magicians. I'm sure they probably didn't want to call themselves wizards and then have a school and right. have to get into that whole yes. battle. Yes. Well, speaking of shows, uh, HBO might have a longer eighth season for Game of Thrones. Oh, a longer episode-wise? Yeah, yeah. because right now it's been pinpointed at six episode, and I think that this next season is going to have eight, which is shorter than the usual ten that they've had. So with that being said, most people are like, man, that's kind of a short season. It is. But then if they are running out of things to tell, it looks like the the main uh, showrunners are also saying, though, that they might need more time. They have some more stuff they can fill in, and they're kind of figuring out, um, because HBO will give them money, but then how much money will they give them? And if HBO is like, we're kind of done on this now, just finish it, wrap it up. Right. I, I wouldn't see HBO saying no to more episodes. That's what all girls say to Tony on the weekend. <laughs> and I'm officially quitting this podcast. <laughs> um, did you also hear that they're pushing back uh, season two of Westworld? So now we have to wait even longer. I did not. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're pushing it back. They really want to get things, like, perfect before they do the release it so i mean it makes sense it's hard to tie that shit together and have it not be full of plot holes everywhere so yes we'll have to wait longer but it'll probably be worth it so sorry buddy i know that was your favorite show (laughs) (laughs) uh the nintendo switch has debuted yes i'm actually very excited about this i am optimistically skeptical yes okay. because nintendo always groundbreaking stuff that we see on every other like console that comes after them their technology that they debut i think that this has the same potential but then i also feel like it has the same potential as the wii as just being a gimmick i don't know which like it all comes down to third party support mm-hmm. which nintendo is always lacking but their original games, I don't think there's many studios that can beat. No. I heard that for this one, um, there are a lot of third-party... Uh, well, we hear that every that's time. That's true. That's true. That is true. Zelda, though. Tony. That is... <laughs> Zelda. I, oh, I have not played video games in forever. I just have not had time. It... That is, I'm going to be gone from the world. Yeah, it looks amazing. It it looks the so the new one, Breath of the Wild, is what it's called. It totally gives me, which Zelda always kind of has given me Final Fantasy vibes, just because they're both in those ethereal type fantasy worlds. But this one definitely more well, than. But you got to think though too, the original like they say it's an RPG, aka you can do some extra things. But it was a very linear RPG, and mm-hmm. RPG wasn't even, like, I wouldn't even say the correct term. More of Diablo is, like, a true RPG where you can up stats and different right. stuff. And they've changed it a bit. This is now an open-world concept. Because before, you had to go into this dungeon to get this weapon, which was the only way to unlock this other dungeon. And I don't know how they're going to do that with this game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to be upgradable weapons and stuff. But to... My mind is kind of breaking even more than it normally would trying to think about this because I'm looking forward to it. Yes. But I'm going to spend countless hours searching every nook and cranny yeah. <laughs> for, for like, that last glass jar or whatever. And 
it is going to be sweet. So I, if I'm if I am taking this correctly, it's like a historical look at Zelda, right? This isn't taking place in the present. Isn't this like a... Or is there, are they combining the two? Oh, like, no. Well, they... they uh, when they came out with the Skyward Sword five, four years ago, I think, or three years ago, they established then the Zelda timeline where not all the games are taking place now. Right. The, and there's different dimensions where they may fall on this, this long thing. Skyward Sword in the chronological time being the first ever Zelda okay. game. That is where the goddess first came. That is where the, the demon that changed Ganon uh, comes from. And it was all about threes and where the sword, which is becomes the master sword, came from. And that there will always be a hero, there will always be a princess, and there will always be a bad guy because they were cursed um, to do that. Right. That's why then you see this cycle repeat in all mm. these games because the only true continuation that we've seen... Actually, there's a couple of them, and I can't throw them all in, but the true continuation was uh, the Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask was the same Link, but he also went to a different dimension in Majora's Mask, and I don't know, you're looking at me blank-stared like you probably haven't played <laughs> half these games, but... I've played a couple, not all of them. Oh, my Zelda lore goes deep, and I... <laughs> So you're excited is what you're saying. Oh, very much excited. <laughs> and March 3rd is when, and that's also strange too. I was not thinking this console was going to be coming out until Christmas time. Yeah, they always, usually the fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right before the holidays. It's, and it's strange that it's coming out so yeah. quick. Well, I, and it's probably the only new console that's coming out this year too, which usually when... Usually it works. You get a new Nintendo console, and then a year later you get both new Xboxes and Playstations. But with the Xbox and the PlayStation being essentially computers now, I don't know that they're going to release any new consoles or just upgrade the consoles that are current. There's there's no there's there's no reason there's to release new breaks. boxes. Yeah, yeah, at all yet. So well, that's what they, I mean. Honestly, they could make a lot more money if they give you a doodad to hook up to it with just more yeah. RAM and more better chips. Right. Cost them a hundred bucks. They mark it up to 150, whatever. Everybody who owns that system is going to buy it. Yeah. To get better, right. quicker, instead of having to shell out 400. Yes. Which I do like that now 400 is, no, I don't like it because that is still expensive, but that has become the norm mm -hmm. for these consoles. Nintendo is always was always good at trying to make the Wii a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But looking back at some of the consoles, do you know the PS3 originally debuted at like five ninety nine? Yeah. Like oh, that yeah. is the most expensive. I'm yeah. glad I passed on that shit, yeah. but I almost did. The Xbox, it, I think the original Xbox was up there too, I think. I think yeah. that was four ninety nine. That is just It's crazy. PlayStation two I think was Two ninety nine, but when it came down to one ninety nine, is I think when yeah. my parents bought us one. But well, and I know, guess it was it the first Wii maybe that was one hundred and ninety nine dollars, but they sold out so quickly that you couldn't buy one for less than three hundred dollars anywhere. It was ridiculous. No one should pay three hundred dollars for a Wii ever anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is fun it but is it's... but it's in terms of like its ability to play a game yeah you know it is there was a lot of a lot of good stuff that came out of the wii do you have anything else uh i have a couple of things in in my fun category this week okay what's the first one is i know like tons of episodes back back when we had more than just me and you doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> we had a very in-depth conversation about the topic of Shower beers, which everyone had to explain to me, being a girl, I don't drink beer in the shower. I didn't realize that that was a thing people did, I guess. Um, but you guys... Well, it kills two birds with one stone. <laughs> it pre lets you pregame while you get ready. Mm -hmm. So there's this brewery in Sweden called Pang Pang, which is fun, um, that is has released a shower beer. And that's what it's called, is shower beer. And it comes in this tiny little bottle that fits in your caddy like your shower caddy so you have a place to put it you don't have to you know hold your beer while you're washing your body and then maybe soap gets in your beer i don't know how it works <laughs> <laughs> i've never it, done this before well, 
here's here's the thing that they're coming out with a specific shower beer. Yeah. It's good marketing and branding of their beer, but any beer could be a shower beer. It's true. It's true. But you're right. It is good marketing because they sold out almost immediately. You can't get it anywhere in Sweden right now. Um, Well, it is, though, actually, because I think I saw it was 10% alcohol volume. That's that's actually a pretty strong. It is, and it's but it's only three gulps, so they're tiny. So you'd have to drink a couple to really get your pregame going. But I'm, I'll give it a try. I'll try a shower beer if it's called shower beer, because <laughs> I feel like I would have to drink it in the shower if that's what it's called. Um, they're looking to distribute in other countries besides Sweden. I bet you they will. If that can't sell in the United States of America, I don't know what can. So, in other news, uh, Tops, you know Tops, the card company, mm-hmm. Tops. Um, are back, they still around? They are. Back in the 90s, they actually published comic books, too, including The X-Files, and they had a whole series called The Kirbyverse, which was based on characters by Jack Kirby. Um, they even had a Zorro comic that was written by Frank Miller and a Dracula comic that was written by Mike Mignola. Is that how you say his last yeah. name? Um, and then they got out of it because they're a card company and they don't really do comics. But uh, they are coming out with a comic to promote one of their card lines, which is the Garbage Pail Kids, which I love because it's totally just a shout out to my childhood. <laughs> um, although... It's hard to say whether this will be, like, something they're going to get back into, because this comic book is only six pages long, and it's $20. What? You get two cards. What? And a six-page comic book for $20. So, I don't know if this what? is... Is this a joke? No. It's... A... Six <laughs> yeah. pages yeah. for 20 bucks. Yes. And I don't know if it's because they're going after collectors of the cards, because you get two limited edition Garbage Pail Kids cards. But if, they're, but if it's a comic book and we know they print bajillions... But how, how many if they're charging $20? Is it going to be man, bajillions? I guess, yeah, if they do have a small set run of, like, a couple thousand... Right. That could be... Oh, that's a cash grab. Yeah. Now it makes me want to read it just because... I know, right? <laughs> I want to know what the six-page story is, but well, I don't... It's about... I know that the cards have to do with, um, like, it's, you know, at the end of, you get, at the beginning of the year, you have, like, old man, what is it, the old man that looks like Uh, death. Well, yeah. And then the baby that's supposed to represent the new year. Yeah, and then that person grows up and is old throughout the next year, yeah. So it's a play on that. So then they're talking about the terribleness of 2016 in the comic books. So that could be really interesting. Again, I don't know if this means they're going to start releasing more comic books or if this is literally just like KFC did and they're just putting out a comic book because they know it's good advertising. Well, you know what, though? Like, for people that collect comic books now that are mainstream, like, don't do it. But... There's sagas, there's Walking Deads that can... You shouldn't be buying comic books for investments. You should be buying them because you want to read them. Right. And just so happens you have something. Like, this actually, for collectors, now that I think of it, maybe 20 bucks isn't that bad of a price because there will be people on the buying market and do you want to miss out on a potentially, you know, big amount cash reward later? Plus, people love Garbage Pail Kids. And I feel like... Probably will buy this. Like the only <laughs> the only comic book that I have from like a mainstream big two that's worth any money is the first appearance of Gwenpool mm. or not no not Gwenpool uh Spider Gwen. Yep, I have that one and too. Who would have known at the time I that know. that was going to become worth some money? Right. Because there's tons of other books that have first appearance of so and so, but that so and so is it was nobody happened to be written very well. I think is the, the so the character grew, um, but I looked up our garbage pail kid names because what? you know there's garbage pail kids for almost every single name. You want to know what yours is? Sure. Did you collect garbage pail kids cards uh, at all? No, I collected the X. I collected X Men cards. Oh, yes, those are those are all worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably all, use them as wallpaper all for the your ho- room. Holograms, yeah, and... the foils and stuff, yeah. 
Um, so there's always, like, there's a couple usually for popular names. So, like, for Tony, there's more than just one. But the biggest one is Bony Tony. Yes. And it's a picture of a kid unzipping his head and oh, his skull. Yeah. Yes. So mine is Leaky Lindsay. Yeah. It's just a really snotty girl with mucus. You're snot girl? Coming. Yes, I'm snot girl. Um, if Derek was here, we could tell him that his is dribbling Derek. And it's a picture of a kid dribbling his head as a basketball. Yes. I, you know you, that you're saying these? I am remembering these cards, yeah. though, because although I didn't collect them, I had friends that yes, did. Yes, and they're iconic. Those pictures, like, it's almost like you remember the pictures more than you remember the names. Mm-hmm. And each card had, um, so you were Boney Tony, and you have that picture, but there was also a different one with the same picture who had a different name, and it was their way of getting more names out okay. there, because... One, kids love gross things. And two, kids love gross things with their names on them. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, I it, I don't know why, but I thought it'd be fun to look those up. I also have Matt's, Matt's fat Matt. Just a really, 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 really fat kid. <laughs> like, grossly fat. Matt's not fat, though. <laughs> this is just your garbage pill kid. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Who am I kidding? I don't care. <laughs> All right, that's my fun news. Okay, I have one last tidbit before we get to uh, booze in a book. And we try not to get political on the show because we don't like pissing off people, but this is kind of political in a way of holy shit. So, President-elect Donald Trump went off on Representative John Lewis uh, in his history in civil rights by saying, like, he was all talk, all talk, no action, no results. Which I don't think our president-elect understands who John Lewis is and the amount that he has done for civil rights. Well, the reason why I bring this up, besides the idiocracy of that tweet, is the the three-volume comic book March that my brother had talked about a long time ago. Great, great uh, written story of civil rights and everything. It has shot up a staggering... 106,700% 106,700% increase on Saturday of last week alone. Oh, really? Like, that is not like a one, 100% increase. That is 106,700. Like, that is a huge freaking number, which I don't even know what that equates out to in, in dollar sa- sales for them, but it's actually sold out. Yeah, on well, Amazon.com right now. You know that um, that book won uh, last year, 2016, uh, the U.S. National Book Award, March number three did. Oh, did it? Yeah, it's the first graphic novel ever to win a National Book Award. That is that yeah. is sweetness, and I've I read uh, part of the first book and the art is really good, but the story is oh, it's amazing, compelling. Yeah. It's, it's a must read for any fan, yeah. but you know I don't want to you know piss off people of different political thoughts on what you think or don't think of the president. Although that in of itself kind of shows the intelligence of this man I'm for in- not understanding <laughs> what John Lewis has done for right. this nation. He needs to read the comic book, but he should. Yeah. Yes, that's. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is is it, people, no matter who they are. Right or left, you know, pro this, anti that. It doesn't matter what you believe in or what side you're on. Just educate yourself. That's all you have to do. We all as a society need to be more educated if we're going to have actual, real, non-playground bully discussions about the things that we believe in. So just, you know, that's Drunk on Comics anti-political tip for the week. (laughs) Just educate yourself. Go pick up March and read it. It's amazing. All right. Well, let's get into our favorite segment, Booze in a Book, because it has both booze and books. Yes. Um, Booze in a Book this week, Justice League Power Rangers number one, which Tony was a bad fanboy and didn't read. I was trying to before (laughs) we recorded, but yeah, that is the best pairing of a comic book ever. Yeah. And... 
So your, um, your booze better be good for this. Well, so you got... Then this isn't the first time that DC and Boom have teamed up, even recently, because they've been doing uh, DC, or Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. No, that's IDW. No, that's IDW. My man. Shows what you know about No, I fixed series. it right away. They have... They have... They have... <laughs> They have teamed before. up, and Boom is good, uh, good at that kind of stuff. Um, so this, the f- number one, more Power Rangers, less DC characters. You just have Batman show up for a little bit. It's mostly about Zack. There's like a transporter malfunction. He ends up getting shot into Gotham. Okay. And then it goes from there. I'm not going to give it away because you haven't read it yet. Um Essentially, it's two great things that taste great together. <laughs> it is really good. The art's amazing. The writing um, is good. It's good writing. Uh, it's definitely a number one where you have more setup than anything. So it's a little slow to start, but I have complete faith that it's going to get better as it goes on and you get past just the initial, who are you? Who are you? Oh my God, where'd you come from? I don't know. How am I going to get back? Like those things. So, uh, but I am pairing it this week with a hoptail. You know what a hoptail is? It's a beer and liquor mixture into a little cocktail form. What kind of beer? What kind of liquor? Well, this week I'm... It's a beer fashioned, so it's a, oh, okay. a, a play on an old fashioned. A hoptail can be any cocktail made with beer. Okay. But this week, I'm doing the beer fashioned. Um, a beer fashioned is bitters and brown sugar mixed together, a little bit of bourbon in there, some wheat beer. I would suggest something like Oberon because you get the extra orange flavor in there, but you could use any wheat beer and just mix it together. It's two things that when you look at the ingredients, you're like, I'm not... I'm not mixing these together. That's weird. That's gross. I would never drink beer and bourbon together, although they make great bourbon beer, so I don't know why not. <laughs> but <laughs> when you look at them, you're like, you don't usually do liquor and beer at the same time because it fucks you up. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't usually do Justice League and Power Rangers at the same time, and you wouldn't think that they would go together, but they totally do. So Excellent. There you go. Power Rangers is killing it in comic books. Like, next week we get to see who the new Ranger is. Yes. And we already know because (laughs) we get to read those things ahead of time because we are press, and that is amazing. And also, because we can't say who it is, wow, interesting. Yeah. And as they said, and here's the thing, it's not given away because before even reading this anyways, we knew it's going to be the last page reveal. That's how comic books are so set up. And they need to stop doing that to us. They need to like reveal in the middle of the comic book or something. They need to do something else. Anyways, so the last page, we we see who it is. And then we we also have been told that come February, issue number 12 is going to go into this person's backstory. So you see, and you're like, what? Yeah. Wow. And then, and it's not going to be explained. It's going to be well, and it looks like it's going to be really. But this this whole universe that they're into is it's the comic books killing it. I love it, and I can't say more. But read the Power Rangers. It comes out next week, number eleven. Yes. Yep. Wednesday comes out Wednesday this week (laughs) because the books amazing, (laughs) the movie, ugh. Oh what? I still am excited for the movie. But the more and more that I go down the toy aisles and I see... The way you said this, toy aisles just made it sound like one word and it was weird. <laughs> toy aisles. <laughs> the abomination that has become these hunky plastic... Like It seemed like this movie was going to be kind of for the old fans and more for the adults. Yeah. But it looks like they're making toys for three-year-olds. Mm. Like non-posable, moving... Like, at joints, like, no, you need to have fully dexterous type actions. Like, we need to play with these things, not smash them into each other. Right. I need to play with these things. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) There it is. He's just mad at the toys, so it's making him mad at the movie. Well, if that's any indication of what the movie's going to look like. Well, I know the suits actually look badass in the movie. I will say that. Zord's not so much, because I hate the toy they they could still pull it off. In the they movie, could. I mean, but it's it's maybe they just 
designed the toys before the movie was fully fleshed out. I can't wait till there's a new uh, trailer. trailer to really because I really I, I, I gave that up uh, for last year watching it <laughs> once a week. I, I did. I was successful after I announced that I was going to watch it. I did. You did for quite a while. It's a new year, so I guess we can let you up on that until the new trailer. Yes, and then, and then like, you'll watch that over and over and over again. Um, I want to give a shout out before we go on to anything else or finish or I don't yeah, even know where we're out in this. Uh, Casey Pierce, friend of the show, Miss Casey Pierce, has a new Kickstarter that just dropped today, day of recording, which is the 15th, um, for her Pieces of Madness short fiction. It's a prose novel. She also does comic books. You guys haven't read Nora yet. You should, because it's really good. Um, uh, last year, year before, she put out a small book of short stories that were all in the horror genre. It is very good. This Kickstarter is for that book, and it'll have two extra stories in it. And you'll be able to get it in hardcover, plus the smoking hot pinup of Casey herself. Amazing, if you bid high enough, and I suggest that you do. So go to Kickstarter, search for Casey Pierce, Casey with a K. Or Pieces of Madness and throw some money at that. You still got like 30 days, 29 days to go. So I suggest you do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do, do it, it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, some words to leave you by. If you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, you have a moral obligation to do something about it. John Lewis. Aw, stay thirsty for Sunday, Tony. <laughs> Your big fuzzy beard. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Do you think about it? Every night and day. Mm. What are you going to do when you spread your wings? I'm just going to fly away. <laughs> I'm thinking of now as golden showers. <laughs> All right. Um, Were you the one who posted what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? Yeah. Okay. That's one of my favorite jokes. I it's... told it to Josh yesterday, and he laughed really hard. And then I go, it's funny, and they're also the same thing. And he goes, Lindsay, that's not why it's funny. I'm like, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I know that.